Today on the newscast, the Taliban announces a new terror government and calls out Israel. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Steckelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. If I'm wearing a tie, you know I'm probably in the middle of filming another TBN special and we have a great one for you this Saturday commemorating the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. We'll be joined by Reverend Franklin Graham, Congressman Mike Waltz, and Congressman Brian Mast, both of Florida, both Afghanistan war veterans. Historian David Barton will also be joining us on this very special show, airing again this Saturday, September 11th, on TBN three times, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time in prime time, and also at midnight Eastern Time. That's this Saturday on TBN. Do not miss it. Some very hard-hitting analysis and an overview of where we are at right now, 20 years on from the worst terror attack in American history. And where we're at right now, folks, no surprise here for you, is not too good when the Taliban is stronger than ever, stronger than it was before 9-11, before it helped to facilitate 9-11, and now back in power in Afghanistan once again. As a matter of fact, the Taliban yesterday announced its brand new government, and it is a rogues gallery of jihadis and anti-American forces, to say the least. The new prime minister of Afghanistan under Taliban rule will be Mullah Akund. Now, he was in the first go-round from 1996 to 2001, when the Taliban first ruled over most of Afghanistan. Mullah Akund was a pivotal player there, very close to Mullah Omar, the founder of the Taliban, closely aligned with al-Qaeda. Mullah Akund is on a UN sanctions list, yet now he will be the prime minister of a country, a UN member nation, Afghanistan. Of course, his deputy prime minister, no surprise, will be Mullah Baradar. You have heard that name many times over the past few weeks as the Afghan debacle unfolded. He is a very visible face in the movement. Also going back to the early days of the Taliban in 1996, but perhaps most problematic for the United States and for the world at large is the interior minister that the Taliban just announced yesterday. His name is Siraj Haqqani. That name Haqqani may be familiar to you. He is the leader of the notorious Haqqani Network. This is a terror organization closely aligned with al-Qaeda and the Taliban, of course. Siraj Haqqani, now the interior minister of Afghanistan, he will essentially be overseeing all law enforcement in the Afghan capital of Kabul and beyond. Uh, One person described it as basically being like the leader of the FBI here in the United States, a very important and pivotal role that does not bode well to have literally a terrorist heading up the interior ministry with a bullseye on the back, no doubt, of all those U.S. citizens and Afghan allies who were stranded, left behind. What about Afghanistan's small Christian minority, which is underground right now, fearing for its life? We talked about it on yesterday's newscast, if you want to check that out here uh, in our archives. 
But it's interesting that he's been described as now having a position that is equivalent to leading the FBI here in the United States because Siraj Haqqani, the new Afghan interior minister, is on the FBI most wanted list. As a matter of fact, the United States has a $10 million bounty on his head for his longtime terror activity, including masterminding suicide bombings against U.S. troops back in 2011 and a variety of other attacks over the past two decades. Reportedly, as we speak, the Haqqani Network, which he leads, holding two American citizens hostage. That's been ongoing for a while now, even before the recent Afghan uh, crisis broke out. So there you have it, folks. The brand new Afghan government, as I said, a rogues gallery, to say the least. And here was the reaction by the U.S. State Department. And I have to read this directly off my phone. I want to quote Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, correctly here, folks. I'm just going to read it right off my phone, what he said, direct quote. We note, said Anthony Blinken, the announced list of names consists exclusively of individuals who are members of the Taliban or their close associates, and there are no women in this new Afghan government. What a shock. We also are concerned by the affiliations and track records of some of the individuals. This is a spokesperson actually for Anthony Blinken saying this. We understand that the Taliban has presented this as a caretaker cabinet, meaning only temporary. However, we will judge the Taliban by its actions, not its words. We have made clear our expectation that the Afghan people deserve an inclusive government. I agree. But what did you expect? There is a sense of shock and surprise in this statement by the State Department. Shock that terrorists would be in positions of prominence in a terrorist-led government led by the Taliban, which is designated as such as a terrorist organization by the U.S. State Department. President Biden said yesterday, hey, we're in no rush to recognize the Taliban. Oh, thanks. That's good to know. Uh, but this is going to be the MO going forward. The U.S. will continue to issue strongly worded, or in this case, not so strongly worded statements, saying we expect the Taliban to keep its word and to be inclusive and moderate. And it's not going to happen. As a matter of fact, folks, it's only going to get worse. Speaking of the State Department, we're hearing very credible reports that the State Department, with laying on a bureaucratic red tape, is essentially blocking the evacuation of some refugees out of Afghanistan. Because here's the situation, folks. Since the U.S. government did not do its job, the Biden White House did not keep its word. And yes, it did indeed leave American citizens behind, behind enemy lines, stranded in Taliban-ruled Afghanistan. Now, private organizations, aid organizations, Christian organizations, groups of veterans, special forces veterans who served in Afghanistan, private citizens now, have actually gone back to Afghanistan and from here in the U.S., helped to facilitate the evacuation of U.S. citizens and Afghans who worked with American forces over these past 20 years. That's how bad it is. And the State Department, again, and more and more details are emerging about this. I must say the State Department denies this. They say, hey, that's not happening. But there is report after report coming out, incredible news outlets, where people who are trying to help stranded 
Americans and Afghans are saying, hey, we've got them on the planes, we want to take off, but the State Department is saying no. Speaking of this new Taliban government, another noteworthy announcement yesterday from Taliban spokesman Suhail Shaheen was that the Taliban wants, in his words, good relations with every nation in the world, even the United States. Every nation except for Israel. He was very clear about that. This is no big surprise that he called out Israel, but this is what you have now. It will be clearly under the Taliban a viciously anti-Israel government. How that manifests itself in the region and on the world stage remains to be seen, but it's never great to have another genocidal, radical jihadist regime in power, obviously, uh, in the Middle East, South Asia arena. But that's exactly what we have. And right next door, by the way, to another new radical jihadist government, the one in Tehran. Remember, the Iranian regime, we're talking about this radical rogues gallery in the new Taliban government. Hey, that Iranian regime right now is boasting the most radical uh, government that country has seen since the onset of the Iranian revolution in 1979. And that is saying something led by the butcher of Tehran, Ibrahim Raisi, and including, again, people uh, uh, on U.S. sanctions list, people who are accused of participating in acts of terrorism worldwide, people who are close to Hezbollah. That is the new, and Israeli officials have rightly described it as, terror government in Tehran. Of course, the Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khamenei stays the same. He is the ultimate voice there, and guess what? He is aligned with Raisi and the rest of this new Iranian government. So next door neighbors, Afghanistan and Iran with two radical jihadi governments that have just come uh, to the forefront. For more on the prophetic implications of all of this, join us tomorrow on our Watchman Newscast live stream. We're going for one hour live right here on our YouTube channel from 4 p.m., to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. I will be taking your questions. You'll get to know me a little bit better. I'll share some personal testimonies and stories as well, but we will be taking a look at Afghanistan, Iran, Israel, all the latest Middle East news, the prophetic implications, and how it affects you, no matter where you live. So you won't want to miss that tomorrow, the Watchmen live stream. And remember, the God of Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. And guess what? He's still on the throne. Thanks so much for joining us here today on The Watchman. Until tomorrow's live stream, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.